Hi, my name is Paya Pichka. I play football for Gifsunswal and you're listening to Golbezan Podcast. Welcome back everyone to Gobozan Podcast. My name is Ariel Verdi. In today's episode, we've got an interview with Paya Pichka, 23-year-old midfielder from Sundsvall in Sweden, currently playing in the Super Rattan. Last season, they were playing in the Allsvenskan. We'll speak about his career in Sweden, his aspirations of one day playing for the Iran national team, and much, much more. Lastly, before we get into it, I just want to remind you to subscribe to us on YouTube, leave a like and rating on all podcast platforms, and make sure to leave a comment as well, and hopefully enjoy the episode. Pishka skjuter och den sitter i mål. Paja Pishka. All right, I'm joined by Paja Pishka uh, from Sundsvall in, in Sweden. Uh, good to have you on, Paja. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, I'm good. Happy to be here. Good to have you on Golbazan podcast. Uh, we've been trying to get you, you know, obviously, for a long time. You've been playing uh, in Sweden uh, all of your, or most of your life anyway, uh, since you moved to Sweden. Um before we get into the kind of the, the, the proper interview, uh, let's speak about yesterday's game uh, that you had for, in the uh, in, in the league against uh, is it Tre- Trelleborg? Is that you say it? Trelleborg? Yeah, Trelleborg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how how was that? I mean, you guys were three one down, uh, losing yeah. the game three one, and you came back to win four three. Yeah, crazy. crazy, crazy game, man. It, and it was an important game too because we. We came from uh, like we came from two losses at home, and then this one was pretty important for the rest of the uh, time coming, you know. But uh, yeah, it was a crazy game. We were so bad the first half, and then the pitch was horrible because the grass pitches here in uh, in uh, in Sweden they're they're really like good for two months, like during the summers. So like early in the season and late in the season, the pitch is so bad, you know, the grass pitches. That's why we play on artificial grass too. Uh, but it was so bad the first half. And then the second half, we just we just had a bit of luck and then we, we turned up, you know, it was it was a crazy game though. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I know you got yellow card as well towards the end of the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, um, you, it, know, yeah. Uh, you know, you've been starting quite regularly this season, so it's good to see that you're... Now you're getting some wins as well. Um, okay, let's speak about yourself, Paya. Obviously, I think a lot of the Iranian football fans around the world um, have heard about you. You know, you've been, uh, as I said, you've been you, last season. You were playing in Alzheimer's but let's go back to your early days. You know, you obviously you were born in in uh, in Iran. You're from uh, uh, Qaim Shah, is that right? From the north of yeah, Iran. Yeah, I'm yeah north of Iran. I was born there, but. Uh... I was raised in Babol and Babol Sar is is also in Mazandaran, you know, in the in in Shomal. Uh, so yeah, born and raised until I was eleven, and then we we moved here. 
and you know, obviously you were you, you're a young kid. Did you play in Iran at all at that age? No, not not like I was. I was more of a you know we had like teams in school, so I would I would I was in, but I would play more basketball than than football. It was more like on the streets and you know with the, with with the friends and with family and relatives and stuff. Not so much like with a team, you know, in Iran. Uh, it was more when I came here that I started to play with like youth teams and and stuff. And you just moved to Sweden for like a a better life, or it was just uh... yeah, some yeah, you can say that, but some complications too. Yeah, family and stuff. And and in terms of obviously when you were when you were in you were in Iran at young age, um, you know, obviously I'm sure you may have, you would have followed Iranian football. You know what? What was it like? Um, I said with, with your family. Do you have family in Iran who who played football as well, or or like parents or whatever it may be? Yeah, I mean, I had uh, not not like at top level. It was more like in the local teams, and you know, I have a especially on my father's side, they're like football crazy. So, and I have a lot of relatives left in Iran. Um, and I had a couple that played in, like I said, in local teams, you know, but not like top tier football or anything. Yeah. And uh, obviously, uh, you, obviously, you moved to Sweden. Uh, which part of Sweden did you move to at that age? Which city? Uh, my my uncle was my, was living here in Sundsvall, so that's why we right. moved here, like from okay. the beginning. And then, yeah, I've been living here in in Sundsvall uh, since I came to Sweden. And you obviously you're 11 years old. Was it a big kind of culture shock for you, or did you adapt really quickly to the to the to the way of life in in Sweden? No, it was it was definitely a shock. You know, it's it's very different the life and everything. The weather, but the weather of <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we, luckily, we came like during the summer, so it wasn't that bad. But then it hit, and it was it was. And then crazy, you realized you know? how bad it was afterwards. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I realized what they they were talking about, you know. But uh, no, but the culture shock was was crazy. And then, you know, but you're still young, though. You know, at at eleven, you you come into it pretty quickly. You know, you go to school, you, you like make friends and stuff. So it it goes pretty fast. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you can see like you've got a, a strong kind of Swedish accent, so you've kind of you've kind of brought in that that, that kind of culture as well now to your daily life. Um, okay, early days then about your footballing career. Um, in Sweden, uh, you've been at this club Sundsvall for 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 obviously most of your kind of professional career. Uh, before joining uh this team, what was your pathway? Where did you start off? So I was uh, so I, when I came to Sweden, I started like going to the school here in uh, nearby, and then the my friends there were playing in the local team, so it just like kind of went smooth you know I just started with the training with them just a like small local team and I played there up until I was uh, 15 I think like late 15 yeah and then that's when in Sweden that's when you start to get like call-ups to the like uh, I don't know how to, what it's called in English but like the county team you know like the yeah, best the, players in in the local yeah uh, yeah so I was uh, I got called up to that and then when I got when you get the call up there, then you get the like, uh, you get the eyes on you, you know, from different academies and and stuff like that. So that's when I started playing for like Gibson's. So when I was fifteen, 
I switched to their academy to their like under 17s when I was 15 and then played one there one year in the under 17s and one year in the under 19s and then I started training with the first squad uh, so yeah it went pretty fast when I came, I went to give and then when you obviously when you were playing at that age were you always a midfielder or were you like a defender or what was your what was your role at that age no I've, I've been I've been midfielder all my all my like career um but uh, well when i came up to the first team obviously like uh, they 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 take they take the best players from the academy but it's not always like the position that they want you know so you have to be able to adapt to different different positions in the trainings you know so i would play like i was striker like in the trainings for like a while in the first team before i was playing in the first team you know and i've been playing as a as a like wide midfielder too uh, like on the left i played like two years ago in the games too uh, but mainly mainly midfielder you know central midfielder and obviously um you know you're you're very tall you're you're quite a, a commanding um presence on the in the midfield you know how do you see your your um, in that kind of sense positionally your kind of career uh, progressing do you see yourself as a number six do you see yourself as a little bit higher up the pitch what what do you see for yourself you're still a young player yeah. yeah I mean it's I still have time to like adapt you know see what what's where it takes me you know but yeah. uh, obviously I've had different coaches and they have like different philosophies on how they would play and I I'm I'm more of like I can play anywhere in the midfield uh, so I can be a six because I obviously have the attributes, you know, the physical attributes. I'm pretty like strong on the pitch, you know. I'm tall. I can win duels, but then I'm pretty technical. So I'm and I can. I mean, if you look at the numbers, I I run a lot, you know, during the games. I I'm really more of a like box to box midfielder. That's what I was used as like to these two three years, more like a box to box. But yeah, I I feel like when I play, I feel the best when I'm box to box because then you get to decide like what you want to do. You know, you have more like a free role. So and, yeah. You you scored a really good good goal last season, uh when you kind of curled at top corner. I don't know if was that was that last season or, or Yeah, season it was before? two two years ago. Then yeah it, season four. Before. But it was like yeah. and you've and even just uh, a couple of weeks ago you scored a great goal as well and you 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 can see you've got the kind of ability to get forward and and get into kind of attacking positions as well so you know you never know what happens for your future maybe maybe a number eight is the role for you you know yeah yeah like I said I I'm I I mean I have the capacity to run a lot so I um I come into those like spaces, you know, like the second wave and these kind of stuff. And I have the energy to get back on defense too. So yeah, I, I feel good at, at number eight. Yeah. That's great. Um, okay. So let's speak about your, obviously, uh, since you moved to, to Sunsval, you, it's, it's Sunsval, right? I'm pronouncing it right. Sunsval. Yeah. 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 Since you moved there, um, how has it been for you? Obviously professional now uh, for a couple of years, for a few years now. Um, how is this kind of, path been been for you over, over the last few years uh just like football or yeah you know being being in the, in the first team playing regular football uh, last season you were obviously in Alsvenskan you guys got relegated now you're back in the Super Rattan uh overall yeah. what, what how have these last few years made you grow as a footballer 
I mean, it's been it's been tough because like the first year I was up in uh, and playing, it was our first year down in the second league because we were up in the first league before that, and it was like we had we played great football. We had like you know it it suited me you know because I'm more of a playing midfielder and I want to pass the ball. I want to play you know. It was really good, but we didn't like we liked the defense. Um, so we couldn't make it like we couldn't uh, get the promotion. But then uh, the year after that, we played more like direct, and obviously you learn a lot from that kind of that kind of game too. You know, you just you have to go to war every game. You know, because you have to win like second balls and duels and those kind of things. And then when you go up to the first league, is you can see like the you feel the difference. You know, in the in the tempo of the game and the like how much faster it is and how much more details like play a role in the result like end result you know it was more like but last year was tough uh, we obviously we didn't win a lot of games but yeah you learn a lot from that too you know you, you just have to just stay humble you know just grind and then uh, do your best you know and then obviously this year we're we're the favorites again and you go through that like roller coaster, you know, because like last year we were like the underdogs. We had to go into every game just like grinding, you know. And then this year we have all the expectations to win every game. You know? So you learn a lot as a as a player. Uh, like I said, you just uh, yeah. And obviously, uh, you know, um, as I said, you were relegated. Uh, now you're playing this season. Uh, obviously, I said you won. You won the game yesterday. You guys are, I think, mid-table now. Uh, you scored a goal as well. Uh, what are the plans then? I mean, how does the Swedish league work again? Swedish league goes through the summer, doesn't it? It goes through the summer yeah. and stops in the, in the winter time. So, what is your your kind of objectives between now and then? Uh, for, to the to the sort of mid to like what the winter period. No, it's just uh, this year. The focus on is just play as much as possible and then uh, try to get the promotion, you know, go up to the to the first league because we are a top team, you know, if you look at the players, we are we have a we have a thin thin squad, but uh, but it's a it's a we have quality in the squad. So for me it's just get the playing time, get the good uh, like uh, get some points, you know, like assists and goals and yeah. Good stuff, and obviously uh, there was a time when when you when obviously when you joined uh, the first team, Ali Zahagiri was also playing in, in in that team for a lot for a lot of short time. He didn't, I don't think he even played that many games for for Sundsvall at the time. Maybe they didn't play no. any games. But what was your kind of interaction with him like? Obviously, you him being an, an international goalkeeper, the World Cup. Uh, did you have much interaction with him? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously we we both like Persians, so we obviously like talk to each other a lot during that time. But like you said, it was it was a short period of time. It was right before the the World Cup uh, in two thousand eighteen. So he, I think, the ob- objective of the move was like just come to Sunswell and get the playing time, you know. And it didn't turn out like he wanted to, so it was like a frustrating time for him and. I understand him, you know, but so it wasn't the best period for him. So, but it was, it was good though. Like I was 18 back, I was 17 when he came and it was obviously a huge thing, you know, he's a, he's a goalkeeper, he's the goalkeeper for the team Melli and it, it was, it was pretty big. 
coming on to obviously other Iranians uh, playing in in Sweden. Obviously, we've had Salman Gotos as well, who's obviously made the national team. He's one of the key, the key players playing the Premier League now. Uh, he also came from your league as well, from the Superatan. He actually played a, a league below that as well. Yeah. Um, we've had many players, especially in the, in the last couple of years, coming through. Um, is it the club Kalmar have just signed two Iranian players, um, Arv- Arvin and Aryan as well. They've both been signed. Uh, obviously, Sean Sabitkar has been playing in in. Uh, in, in the Alzheimer's kind for a few years, Christopher Khazani as well playing for years. So there's quite a few Iranian Swedish players. You're one of them. Uh, you also have played uh, for the uh, Swed- uh, Swedish youth national team uh, as well. Uh, speak to us about that, about you know your your path going into that into that setup. Um, you know, as an Iranian coming from Iran, then playing for the Swedish national youth national teams. How was that kind of um, how was that for you that those times? Uh, in, in those national teams, yeah, it was like uh, they they obviously like picked the players from the academies. So it was I got the call up when I came to the GIF academy, you know, and from there I, I played like in the under seventeens for Sweden, and then the under nineteens I played like a few games too. Uh, and it's a special feeling, you know. You you came you you come to Sweden, you know, as an eleven year old, and you know you how can I say this but like it's a special feeling just because like all your like growing up you you think about like Tim Ali and playing for Iran and then now you're playing for a different national team it's, it's special you know but uh, it's different but it was it was a really good experience though like because I played in Sunswa all my life and then you get to uh, get that chance to show yourself on another level and uh, it was fun man it was it was very nice did you play in the UEFA qualifiers uh, a while ago? Uh, uh, no, uh, no, I, I was in the squad, but I, I didn't get to play that those games, those like two, yeah. two, three games. Am I right in saying you had like Scotland in that group as well, and and, and maybe was it was it was it was it Wales or Spain or something yeah, like that? yeah, uh, it was Scotland, Wales, and. Uh, I think it was like San Marino, like yeah, very... that's right. It was San Marino. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's still a great experience for you, and hopefully that that translates. Uh, you know, coming in, my next question. You know, with, with regards to the, to playing for Iran, uh, has there been much contact for you yourself with with the federation or, or the coaching staff? Even when when Carlos Queiroz was there, between now and then, was there any kind of communication? No, not really. No, like, uh, not like direct contact, but it was like, uh, it was some kind of like contact between like my agent and some, I don't know what, who he really was, but it was like someone working for the Federation. That right. was, But it wasn't like direct contact, you know, it wasn't that like serious, like, yeah. but uh, no, not really. And what what are your, your aspirations then? to play for Iran are you is that what you're wanting to do obviously now you're playing in, in the second tier so things become a little bit harder Ho- hopefully yeah. you, you might get a transfer in the summer or maybe next year what what are your kind of goals then with regards to national team football are you trying to get into the national team now so you're 22 years old so you're at a good age for it yeah no I mean it would be an honor to to represent Iran you know uh, and like I said to all the time growing up, you just see Team Ali, and that's obviously the dream to play for them, you know. So it would be it would be a, 
very nice experience. When you look at this national team currently, you've got players like Saeed Atullahi, you've got Ahmad Nurullahi who play in your possession, Ali Karimi who plays in Turkey. Um, you know, looking at that, do you kind of see yourself fitting in to this national team quite well? Or, you know, do you still think you've got a couple more years to, to improve on? How do you see yourself currently uh, in this national team? Yeah, obviously I watch the games and uh, yeah, I see myself playing in that team because they have like very technical players and obviously when they play bigger teams they defend a lot I'm a like uh, I'm a uh, very good defensive player uh, in the midfield and I cover a lot of space you know space and I can run a lot and I'm pretty technical myself so I, I see definitely myself fitting in the team you may have watched the World Cup uh, in, in Qatar and uh, you know we didn't do so well against England um again against the US we didn't play up to standard um how do you how do you feel about that world cup uh, for iran what what's your what's your um, your analysis of of, of iran's uh, three performances uh, i mean it's it was difficult because of everything going on like uh, outside the pitch because like me as a football player i know like firsthand how important it is to like have you know, prepare yourself for the game, like mentally, physically, and that plays a big role. And, but I think like the game against Wales was like, it was the best I've seen Iran for a while. You know, it was like a very good game. They played like very solid, but the the game against US, it was so-so. And then, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a good World Cup, like, Playing wise, but it was it was sad that it got how can you say like affected by everything else, you know? Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, and then you know, I I think overall, um, we've got a new coach that's come in. Garanoi, he's a new a new coach in charge. Um, potentially looking to bring in young players. Um, you know, there, there's a chance that you may or may not we never know, get into the Asian Cup squad. Uh, you know, we have to wait and see. Um, but, you know, it, it's um, it's always a difficult one because, you know, being from, uh, you know, being playing in Sweden, you know, you might not be give it, getting the same kind of attention that players maybe in the Iranian league are getting. Um, what do you think you have to do for your for your career to, to try and get seen more? Do you think you have to move? From from this club, or do you, do you think go somewhere else? Yeah, I think it's it's more like you have to you have to almost be in the first league in the whatever like country you play in. So yeah. I think that's the first step you have to get to that top top tier. Uh, but yeah, but just even in the second league now, just have to put up a bit more like numbers. You know, mm-hmm. obviously this year I'm more of a defensive midfielder, but still I have to get those you know, to, to really, like, uh, catch the eyes of the, you know, scouts and, and stuff, you have to do score more goals and put up more numbers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, so what is your what is your future plans? Are you looking for a, a transfer? I know, I, know, I, know, I know you don't want to speak about transfers, obviously, you're, you're, you're a professional footballer, but is that something you're looking to do? Like, are you looking to go abroad to another country or do you want to stay in Sweden for a few more years? What are your kind of plans in that sense? Uh, I think the the ideal ideal plan would be to play uh, top tier 
here in here in Sweden, uh, and then after that, have a move like out in Europe or or somewhere, you know. But uh, yeah, that that would be the ideal plan. But if you if I if I get a move from like here to to somewhere else in Europe, then it that's that's good too. And then you look at someone Godus's career as a good kind of pathway that he took. Obviously, he went from Ostersund, he went to France. Uh, he didn't have a great season in France. He was okay. He got a few injuries. But do, do you see that as like a pathway for yourself as well? The way he, he went down, considering you yeah. know, also considering your your talent level is not too far off from someone, especially at the kind of age that you're both when he was your age as well. Right, but. The I mean the path he had it was pretty special because he played in in a club here in 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 Sweden called Östersund and they made it to the Europa League you know and that was uh, that was a different path because they won when you win the Swedish Cup then you go to like the Europe uh, Europe qualifications and stuff and then they their team did very very well and I think he got a lot of attention from those games you know. They obviously played against Arsenal and and those kind of teams, so it definitely helps. But uh, yeah, uh, if uh, that, I mean, he you could say he he had a jump, you know, in his career because of that Europa League experience and and that. So, but yeah, of course, like you look at his career and hope to do the same. Do you have any messages uh, for the kind of Iranian fans uh, listening to you? I, I know a lot of people are, are wanting to see you in the national team. A lot of people that I know who, who follow your football believe that you've got uh, quite a lot of ability and, and a lot what it takes to get to the national team. Do you have any messages for them and, and the people who really, really want to see you play for the, for Iran? I just appreciate all the all the love, you know, because I every time I score and every time I post on Instagram and stuff, I, I get a lot of messages and most of them are from like uh, Iranian Iranian fans. So I just appreciate every one of them, you know, and I and I really want to play in Iran and help the team as much as possible, you know. Yeah, fantastic. Paya, I really appreciate it. I know you got a little bit of a cold as well. I didn't want to take too much of your time. I uh, appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, again, best of luck for your future. We hope to see you in the national team at some point as well. And uh, yeah, man, uh, enjoy enjoy the rest of the season and uh, hopefully we'll speak soon. Thank you. You sure will. Thanks again to Paya for his time. It was a pleasure to have him on Globalzan Podcast. A reminder that you can also support our work on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Globalzan. You can find us on social media at Globalzan and on our website globalzanpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. My name is Saman Godus. I'm playing for the Iranian national team and Brentford Football Club. And you are listening to Golbezan podcast.